seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have me, Sacred Stone. Oh, this you crazy mother. Welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial, number one video game podcast in Green Hill. I'm one of your hosts this week, Bryant Donut Lord Daniels. And joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd, Dr. Robotnik Fortner. What's going on, man? Greetings and salutations, Donut Lord. Greetings and salutations. I just slowed down on that one. I really, I really, it goes against the, 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 the go fast. That we're Man, I love that head, bro. Today. That's so gangster. <laughs> I love it. Wait, let me turn it backwards. Hold on. Because otherwise I'm going to keep pushing the mic. Think right. fast. <laughs> it's the best thing. It is. It is. Got the blue and yellow. Blue and yellow. All right, yeah, man. How you doing today? How I'm you doing feeling? good, man. I'm feeling good. It's a nice day outside. I had a wonderful little cinema experience fresh off that. You know, get straight to the recording on here with you. You know what I mean? Uh, it's my, uh, it's my, it's my homeboy Mike birthday today. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? So they did a little. I did, I, I did want to shout that out one more time. If you've been listening to the show, you know the homie Juggernaut passed away this time last year. My uh, Madden aficionado, the hero. Um, it's his birthday today. So they had a little balloon release for him. Um, so you know, shout out to them. Couldn't do that because I had to go see. I had to do what I know in my heart that he, he would have said, man, just go ahead Absolutely. And, do, and go see motherfucking Sonic, brother. So I had a good, I've had a gr- great day so far. You know what I'm saying? How, how about yourself, my friend? How's it going? How you doing? Man, it's been, it's been good. Like I got to bed early. I woke up early. I got ready this morning. I was like, I'm going to go see the Sonic movie. I was a little bit weirded out about like going by myself. So I found a child to take with me. Um, so we went to go see the Sonic movie and I mean, the kid, we'll talk about it a little bit later. Um, but you know, it was a good time. We, it was a good time. It was a, it was an enjoyable experience. It's been a good morning. I've had three cups of coffee. I'm a little bit hyped up right now. I'm trying to get in my Sonic vibes. I'm trying to get in my Sonic vibes. I've been playing some video games. Speaking of that, if this is your first time joining us, uh, we're a video game show. Uh, we talk about uh, the games we've been playing, the news, and a roundtable. This week, we're just going to be discussing the games we've been playing. And because there's so much to chew on, we're going to be talking about the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. We couldn't not. Yeah. We couldn't not. Right. So what happened to the kid? Like, you started out saying that you had brought some random kid. I don't know what you're talking about. I Did Did I say that? I don't remember saying. Uh, we're going to have to erase. No. Oh, no. He's back with his parents. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> all right michael jackson listen you can't just be boring children to even though i wanted to today i ain't gonna lie i was in the movie theater i was just i was kind of leaned over and it was just like damn we could have just like borrowed a child or something you know what i'm saying maybe amazon yeah. has that program with it <laughs> rent a kid to take him out, to the movies just so you don't look especially the childish movie and shit yeah. nah man but uh but all bullshit aside, too, just to, you know, get into it as far as games. What have, like, I, I need to hear. I need to hear yeah. more about, I know you beat a little game. Yes. You know, I'm curious. I, I looked into it myself a little bit, but I didn't hear too much about it. So, man, what what have you been playing, good sir? All right, so I'll start with the two games that I haven't beaten, just so I can kind of discuss them a little bit, and then I'll talk about uh, the one that I've already talked about. So the first game, in honor 
of Sonic the Hedgehog the movie finally arriving in theaters with a proper looking Sonic was Sonic Colors for the Nintendo Wii. I picked it up the other day. It's it's the one that came after the 06 Sonic. You remember how badly trashed the 06 Sonic was? The yeah, I just wanted to say real quick, though, shout out uh, Louis Farrakhan and Alex Jones. It was something about when you said Sonic Colors in Black History Month that got real close to colored. And that was something that fucked with me for a second. I just wanted to let you know that. Go ahead. I apologize. I didn't mean to. No, no, no. No, no need to apologize, brother. It's fine. It's not your fault. It's the name of the game, I swear. Here, I'll, I'll hold it up to the... No, it's okay. No, I know. I know. And it's just, it's not your bad. It's me putting the ED there. Fair. That's not, you didn't do that. What Society can... did. Now, the question is, is what kind of I game would so. that be? If that was the subtitle. <laughs> Sonic colored. <laughs> what, what kind of game is that? Why does he look like Mr. Popo? And what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I think the tells from the hood creators need to have a word with you, Sonic. Sonic colored. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh. We almost had that with the Sonic Shadows version. They was trying to they was had the police say chasing that. that motherfucker with machine guns and shit. <laughs> We're on the same wavelength. I was going to say Why, that. And Sonic Shadow with his darkness. He used a gun. Like he carried he it. Like what gun. are they saying? He was shooting sideways, cuz. Yeah. What were they saying with the Sonic Shadow? I'm so confused. Bullshit. We just cracked the code. We did. Team All Sega's right. racist. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. They're not racist. Well, I don't no, know if they not. are. They're, they may be. Ain't they Jap- they're Japanese. Yes, they're Japanese. Right? Yeah. Chinese. No, they're Japanese. Definitely. Dirty knees. <laughs> Cutting that out. Um. Anyway. Actually, I'm not. Um. <laughs> but yes i've been playing sonic colors uh just for a little bit this one um i've played in the past and i decided to go back to it just because i remember really enjoying this game and when i popped it into the nintendo wii and started playing it i was like yeah i still really enjoy this game this one's a lot of fun um it's one of the few 3d sonic games that i really like i really enjoy the opening cut sequence I like the tutorial worlds. I like what they did with the camera where it's still a fixed camera except at certain parts. Um, I like... It's not the different abilities. It's just the, like, locking on ability and the fact that you get to go fast in this 3D world. Um, The overworld's really cool. I really enjoy the music. I like the fact that they bring... And they call him Eggman in this one. But they bring him in. And he is apologetic for his ways. So he's built an elevator to the moon so you can experience different types of planets. It's a recreational thing. I don't know. It's it's a really charming game and it's got a great intro song and it's got it's it's one of the Sonic 3D games that got lost. Like people just don't talk about it anymore. Um, Sonic Mania came out a couple of years ago and everybody was uh, ham over that for good reason because it's a great game. Um, but I do kind of miss the 3D version of this game that's fun. Because while I still enjoyed um, Team Sonic Racing and what was the last one, the one that came out the same year that Mania came out, I tried that one. It was just way too easy. Um, Sonic Colors still had some challenge to it. and It was still a lot of fun. So I'll probably actually go ahead and finish that one because it's not very long. Um, but I really I vaguely it. remember Sonic Colors, but I do remember when it first came out. Like that, that was during my GameStop 
era. So I used yeah. to play everything. You know, I'm, we both big Sonic fans. So that's why we always reference the cocaine, cocaine that he does, which spoiler alert, this movie does confirm he does cocaine. But Correct. the thing about it is, I, I think you're a thousand percent right uh, on this being an underappreciated Sonic experience. Because there are a lot of shit Sonic. We just referenced the racist shadow version that I didn't even realize was racist until you put that veil and you pulled it up. But you know what I'm saying. Yes. Sonic Colors is a uh, underrated game. Yeah, that's a good bring it back point right there. Bada bing. Yeah, I mean, I really, I really am enjoying it, and the fact that you do get to traverse through these worlds. Um, but that was the one that I, I only spent uh, probably about an hour with that, and I only did that this morning and last night a little bit. Uh, the other game that I've been playing is I've gone full on neckbeard, and I imported a Japanese anime game, uh, primarily targeted towards children. And I was enjoying it. I've played about five hours of it. Uh, it's called Yokai Watch Four. I re- I really just went full on nerd at that point. Um, am I still enjoying it? Yes, I'm still enjoying it. Did they update the combat system for the Switch? Yes, they did. It looks fantastic. It's more got a tail style action combat. It's real time action. Uh, it's got a bunch of different cool abilities and capabilities. I have no idea what's going on in the game because I don't speak Japanese. Um, but I know what to what about do. <laughs> I speak a little Chinese. A little Chinese. Um, mostly it's... Uh, no, that's that's Spanish. No, I don't speak Chinese. You confuse Spanish <laughs> with Chinese? I was thinking shrimp fried rice. I was thinking chingao. I was like, oh no, that's 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 Spanish. That's that probably all needs to get cut too. Maybe. Possibly. We'll see. Possibly. I'm gonna finish this one though. It's it's Yokai Watch. It's got three different storylines going on at once. Well, it's one storyline, but it's divided into three different timelines. Uh, because you can go you, you play in the present day, then you play thirty years in the future, then you play thirty years in the past in the same village, and there's some evil yokai who are around, and from what I gathered from some stuff I looked up basically they're searching down a princess to take over the world of yokai i'm not sure i don't care it's fun it's bright it's pretty and it's an anime game and i went full neck neck beard with that one i was like i don't really care what the japanese say so what (laughs) what else have you played (laughs) i finally beat uh journey to the savage planet i beat that last sunday um i enjoyed it for what it was it was it was fun. It was it was interesting. It was a little lighter than I expected. Um, the combat system was. I don't think it was as in depth as they wanted it to be. It, this feels like one of those games that they 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 created, and you could tell there was way more they wanted to do with it. They wanted the AAA budget. They wanted to make it this big, expansive open world. Um, but they just couldn't with the budget they had. It's a very small team who just got bought out by Stadia, by the way. Um, so Google purchased that team. Um, you, they wanted more, they wanted more out of this. And you can tell that by the last boss fight, which is uninteresting as all get out. However, this is what I'll say. It's about a 10 to 12 hour game. If you pick it up for 1499, you're not wasting your money. I enjoyed some of the puzzles, some of the experience. It's very light. It's very easy to get through. Um, the last boss fight is, tedious and kind of boring and i'd say the last couple hours of the game is a little too long it's for this type of game um i mean i would enjoy it if there was a better sense of discovery but the best discovery in the game is actually unlocking the videos uh 
Um, they've got these cute, not cute, but these very like satirical commercials about modern society and commercialism that are a lot of fun to watch. And as you do different things and different experiments, you unlock different videos. So that's the best part of the game. That's really what drives you forward. I technically beat the game, which is the last boss, but there's still one last thing you can do, which is like refuel your ship and get a final, final video. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going back. So so videos are the fuel for your ship, which drives you to want to beat it. That's It drives where- some people, but not for me. I was like, I'm good. I, I'd rather like more discover. Like when they said, so they, they have this like overarching mystery to the planet. It's like right. you land on this empty planet or it's supposed to be empty and they find out there's intelligent life because you're trying to colonize the universe and you've signed up for the fourth best colonizing uh, company in the world or whatever. But you land on this planet. It's supposed to be empty of intelligent life, but there's a giant center tower that looks constructed and there's intelligent life clearly there. I wish they would have done more with that mystery. I think there's a different version of this game that could be game of the year. Like there's a different version of this game out there in my mind that could be really an incredible experience. But they just had their, they were focused, their focus was divided it seemed. Like it was between what they wanted to do like, do we want to do a more, like, Minecraft? Or do we want to do more of a survival game? Or do we want to do more of an Outer Worlds? And it's just, it never really hit anywhere successfully enough for me. I enjoyed it, though, but that is what I've been playing this week. Todd, what have you been playing, sir? Excuse me. No, but that's, I'm glad to hear uh, that review on the game, because I was interested in it. You know, it's always the twenty nine ninety nine bargain where that's that in between kind of game where I'm like, ah, yeah. I could just get this just to fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad you put a better price point on it. But um, I got through Kakarot, so I'm gonna talk about that in just okay. a moment. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Uh, but you know, I've been playing. I really love Call of Duty this year. Uh, and you know, they just had it was like a, I think it was a sixty eight gigabyte something. It was it was a large update recently over the Valentine's I just updated Day. it. Right, right, right. And you still don't play it, so I don't know no. how the fuck you updated it. But um, <laughs> I'm gonna get on it tonight. That's what really, I'm doing tonight. Yeah. Really, will you? Will yes, you? I need William. I'm in the mood for William. something light. William. I'm getting on there tonight. William. I am. Unless my, my Japanese game calls me. <laughs> but yes, I'm getting they on do there that tonight. now? They do. They they so text my they cell phone. No, it's not one of the panty parties. Like Alright, all right, all right. We're not gonna get into all of that. We've already had enough dick fart jokes for the for the fucking well, just get ready. You know, We're talking about the Sonic time. movie. <laughs> That's a valid fucking point. It happens. It happens. Right. So, yeah, I got on Call of Duty, and the one thing I wanted to point out with that, I mean, I hadn't looked into it yet, and that's probably my job. I probably should have looked into it more, but, eh. like, it, it seemed like it re-leveled everybody out because uh, I was, like, re- you know, respectable level 70, but not a supreme killer. I didn't have all that kind of time. I was playing other shit. But, like, my... My girl, for example, is like 126. I know Booty is Bob was like 126 two months ago when we yeah. played. So I ain't, I'm sure he maxed out at like 155. But when it came back, it seems like for whatever reason, the rankings leveled out. So like now I was like a 55. She was like a 56. But some kind of way my rank is higher than hers. But her overall skill level is still like showing 126 and all the perks and stuff there. So I don't know. I, I, I need to look into what happened with that. I think it's cool. I don't know if anybody else is pissed off about it, but I could imagine if I was like a level 
155 and I came back and it ranked me back down to 55 or 56 I'd be like what the fuck happened so yeah I don't know try maybe we could discuss that during this week but uh, I did I finally went ahead and beat Dragon Ball Z Kakarot I'm glad I went at it at a nice level I got I got a good 50 some odd hours out of it so nice you know I think the IGN run when I originally originally ran it I think they said they beat it in like 33 hours which I could really see but I, I got a good 50 hours out of it, and I kind of rushed at the end. So I feel like I got a good, holistic, well-rounded feel for the whole game. For sure. And, um, I mean, you know, it's, it's once again, it's kind of reminiscent of, of, like, the Sonic experience. It, it depends on your fandom of the, the character itself and, and how it connects with you. I mean, as far as the graphics are concerned, if you want to compare it to the show, I mean, you could say that. I mean, I don't like really putting numbers on it. We always discuss that some kind of arbitrary thing, but it's like just to give it some kind of reference. Like, you know, for me, it was nine or ten story, nine. You know, boss battles could be tens across the board. Like they're pretty solid, but side missions. What evens it out would be like side missions would be two. Some of the free roaming, overarching. You know, just trying to get from point A to point B, uh, unnecessary ass battles like a two. You know what I'm saying? Some of the extra content is pretty good. But as far as like an overall experience, it was really great. I feel like I did not waste my money. I mean, I still feel like for the average person, if you're not a Dragon Ball Z fan, wait for it to go on a sale. You know, but if you're a Dragon Ball fan, just get it whenever you feel like having a good binge worthy experience to yeah. the Dragon Ball Z universe that you can actually play. Um, and right after I played it, though, I did want to get back on Dragon Ball Fighters, so I immediately got back on Dragon Ball Fighters after two years. That was my fighting game of the year, you know what I'm saying, uh, when it came out, and it's still one of my favorite games. I know we, we're going to skip news. We kind of talked about it, but just to, you know, talk about it, because I know you were interested in it. It is kind of going to be interesting. Mortal Kombat 11 is not going to be an Evo, but, you know, as long as Dragon Ball Fighters is there, Dragon Ball it's Fighters not, is going to be there, and right. I know a side tournament. Well, it's unconfirmed. I looked it up this morning, but there's an unconfirmed side tournament for the Power Rangers fighting game. So yeah, yeah which is crazy. Which is crazy. Yeah. So you're gonna make you have to go back to that. But um, but yeah, man, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Like I said, for me, for me, you know me. You've been doing the show for a while with me, and just off that experience alone, for me to get over 50 hours out of a game, you know, I'm just not gonna play a game that long if if it if it yeah. doesn't. Uh, if I don't find it extremely enjoyable, so I I personally loved that experience, but I can it's once again it's not like Death Stranding understanding whether or not you're gonna be able to get through the game or not. It's more so it really has to do with I would feel confident in telling any Dragon Ball Z fan I've said this before, but I can completely say that now uh, to get this game. Let me Just ask. Don't you, waste your time doing too many side missions. Don't waste your time. Let me ask you this question because my understanding of the game is the way it takes you through the story arcs. It's pretty much it takes you through the Boo saga, or does it go past that? Correct. Okay. Correct. And I mean, it takes you through the Boo saga, and then there's still going to be content and side missions after you beat the game. Okay. So but, if you're not a Dragon Ball Z fan, but you've never watched it and you've always been interested in it. Would you say this is a good place to experience those different sagas? It literally may be the best way for you to experience okay. it. Okay. Like, if you're on that spectrum, if you were going to like the show anyway, it it may be the best way Saturday morning. Like, I, it, it made me feel good this morning when I heard my girl load up the PlayStation instead of popping on Call of Duty. It was just like Dragon Ball Z sound in the background. Like, I know she just recently beat it too. So she's actually more of a completionist than me. 
and going back in and to want to do side missions me personally like when i was done with it i, I tried to go back i'm kind of done with it yeah i might pop it on again just to see you know super saiyan 3 or whatever else but i mean i could maybe go back and even play it again at certain scenes uh and fuck with it but yeah i definitely uh don't do you know uh i wasn't disappointed in fact i wasn't even gonna talk about it because i posted it on a instagram but um kind of almost too just with the new mic uh, and and with mike it being mike's birthday and i thought about bill you know and his recent passing unfortunately sct member for life you know what i'm saying like yeah. I was already, you know, Dragon Ball fan. Even if you go to my Discord, you see my profile as a Dragon Ball uh, Vegito, I think. I got Shinron tattoo last year. You know what I'm saying? I love Shinron or whatever. And, um, you know, the whole orange and blue color scheme means something to me. So after beating Kakarot, I've been wanting to get a tattoo. It's been a while. So I ended up coming up. Well, my girl, she ended up coming across this deal for this tattoo shop that I've been watching for a while that specifically deal with anime. And I got some trash tattoos which is fine. That's I carry it through life. I was just like, you know, I, 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 this might be a good time to go because they were running like a $50, $200 sale for any tattoo. It's a newer shop. You know, um, I'm going to have to holler. I'm going to have to show you more of it because they that TSF family shit or whatever. So it's like a cool vibe that I wanted to check out anyway. It was a sale and it just so happened right on the day that I beat the game, my girl found an artist at the shop that did like this perfect blue Dragon Ball really right. yeah yeah so it was just like it was perfect and you know it's hard as a as a black dude it's like to especially to get color it's hard to find places that can do that properly so i was like you know fuck it this might be tattoo day anybody that gets tattoos understands that like it's it's tattoo therapy it's been a long fucking week and shit been trapping tripping out let me let me go get a tattoo and honor my people and honor the whole thing so we end up going to the shop and um I don't know, man. I ended up, it, I got a trans man of color to put blue balls on my arm, man, and and it was really, it was really cool. Man, I dig that. I dig that, dude. I know you put it up on the Instagram, but we got it on the YouTube right now. Can you show it off? Yeah, man. Yeah. Nah, man. I love it. It was cool. It was a. Uh, nah, seriously, it was good work. It was good work, like. It was just, it was a good experience, you know what I'm saying? I got my Dragon Balls now, so I can make a wish, maybe my homeboys will come back. But uh, it just came all the way together. It made me think about Bill, it made me think about a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now I got balls on my arm. <laughs> True STT fashion. True STT fashion. Man, I'm glad you beat Kakarot, man. That tattoo is so sweet. Thank that, you, bro. You really I like it, man? Yes. No, it's, like, I got to go back and get more work. Um, My artist is Nico, and I can't wait to get more work. Um, But the, the tattoo shop, and you might have to go, man. You could get your Frankenstein. They do good deals. I actually like was looking uh, because... One Up one up Tattoo uh, Studio in Dallas off of Barry something. Just look that shit up. They dope as fuck. So I was thinking of a way they to... But you got me thinking this week with the the tattoo talk and sending it to me, and I was like, okay, so I want something that dedicated to my love of horror movies, my love of video games, and my love of Frankenstein. And I was like, why not get an eight bit Frankenstein? That would be super dope. And like, I'm okay. Like, I'm sold. Just before before they did my tattoo, they did the pixelated heart on somebody else with the five hearts with four and a half that were filled up. 
Yeah. And I think the person, shout out to her, because I'm I actually Milfin Cookie. She's a streamer on Mixer. Um, I, we met her at the shop. She uh, great name by the way. Yeah, Milf Milfin Cookie is that shit, and she was cool. But she was getting her tattoo in honor of some people that she had lost uh through cancer and shit like that. So it's always you know nothing wrong with getting a little tattoo therapy, man. And yeah, that's that's how much of the the holistic experience of Kakarot Hyde like even drove me into getting the uh you know getting my half sleeve finished up, man. But shit, that's pretty much what I've been playing, man. That's what I've been doing. Nice, dude. I can dig it. I dig it. I need to get on Kakarot. I still have my copy. Like I got a backlog like a mother, and I was like, I really Kakarot's the 2020 game. It's like I'm gonna get to this in 2020 because I want to talk about it at least at the end of the year. Well, um, see, the, yeah, because the thing about it is with the being for me, it was the perfect game personally yeah. to fill in a gap of a lot of games that I'm really not interested in even trying out right now, honestly. Um, yeah, oh, yeah I want to tell you one more thing. Happy shout, shout out for the LLC, the official business. Yes. Yes, yes. February 14th is forever the anniversary. <laughs> it's the anniversary. It's the anniversary. But man, I am um I feel you're right though because like there's just like there's a lot of indie games coming out that I have almost no interest in. Um I try to I, I didn't really talk about it in what we've been playing, but I tried to free to play one on Steam called um uh, Split or Steel. And it's it's an interesting concept, but I wasn't like I mean, I wasn't completely sold on it. Um, you know, it's 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 pretty up there right now in the free-to-play charts if you're on Steam. But basically, it's a game where you go in, you get to pick an avatar, and then you get to put costumes on your avatar. And then you go into a bank vault with another player, and you play through 10 rounds, and you try to climb up the ladder. But on the table, and I thought it was a cool concept, on the table is a pile of money. And then you start a private chat with that other player. And during that private chat, you're trying to convince them to either split the money or steal the money. So if you split the money and you both choose split, that's what you do. If one of you chooses split and the other chooses steal, whoever chose steal gets all the money. And if you both choose steal, you lose the money. It's the prisoner's dilemma. It's kind of a take on that. And I thought that was an interesting, like, it's an interesting little free-to-play game where you're like, ch- you're chatting with somebody like convincing them that you're an honest person. So mm. I put the fireman costume on my character because I think most people trust firemen more than any, almost any other type of civil worker these days. Um, and I mean, I worked my way up a ladder. Either. They, they, they look just like police cousins. That's all. You can't police trust none cousins. of them. That's all it is. I they know got you're fire axes. You telling too. I'm just thinking about the cool ass person that put blue balls on my arm and I can't wait to get more work done. And I need it. I'm thinking about getting a Sonic. I was, I, you know, I instantly was thinking about getting a Sonic tattoo. Where's yes. Sonic? Where's my Sonic pain? Shout out to Pixar guys. He's over to the right. You can't see it right now, but you know. Um, but nah, that's dope, man. That's dope. It was interesting. But we're here to talk about a movie made for STT. It really feels like it. It feels like it's been building after all these years. From a movie that came out with a trailer that was destroyed by members and game fans and Twitter and Reddit because of a weird-looking Sonic with muscular legs to being redesigned completely, was supposed to come out last year. They pushed the date, made it a Valentine's Day movie. Uh, We're talking about Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie. 
Sonic the Hedgehog Man, the movie. Surprisingly fucking love it. I'ma just say that me real too. quick because you're the movie person. Okay. So I, I'm I, like, let me let me just skip in real quick to let you do your thing because I, I want to hear your, your critical analysis of said film. Right, I really am. But I'm gonna get straight to it. I I, I really loved this little kitty childy fucking movie, even though this is the first time I was able to experience a D box. Yep. And had the deep box before I was almost pissed off because you know I always like to see IMAX since I done got boozy since I moved to Texas and shit. D box is the special seats, right? Right, where you can incline like, you know, stretch your legs out and has the little extra little rumbling in there and shit. And How was it? Eh. Yeah. Eh. Okay. You know, yeah. It was okay. It was not now nah, I almost fell asleep. That's why I'm kinda sleepy now. Yeah. But yeah, but no. I love the film. I I'm sure you dug it, but what what's your what's your actual critical what's your thoughts on it? your perspective with your little secret boy in a in a bag <laughs> favorite joke of the movie by the way that's that i was literally in tears laughing so hard at that like i even saw it in the trailer and i still made me laugh harder than i've laughed in a while so sonic the hedgehog the movie let's start with the premise just real quick so basic premise is you don't really know the origins of sonic you just know he's special and he's got a lot of power and he's been trying to hide the power and his his matriarch figure or his caretaker is this giant owl that basically tells him you so always on, have wait, to wait, hide. Wait. Are we are we spoiling anything as far as like, like any kind of specifics of the plot? Um, not in, like, not in this part because like, I think was that this in is, the trailer. There's part of it that's mentioned online. It's in the IMDb. Oh. Yeah. So okay. They're talking about just, just you need to hide. So Sonic goes to Earth after some events. I won't talk about that. We'll get to a spoiler section in a minute. He meets James Marston's character, formerly Cyclops of the X-Men universe, and they basically have to go on the run. So critically speaking of this movie, and of course they're going on the run from Dr. Robotnik. I'll call him Dr. Robotnik this time because uh, that's what they said in the show, and it's so hard not to call him anything else. Or Eggman, if you will, which I like the way they interlace that into the plot. I thought that was pretty clever. Well done. Um, so overall, though, does this movie have flaws? Sure. Sure. It's full of cliches. It's full of... It feels very much like an late 80s, early 90s movie. Like with the style of plot, outside of the CGI, like the way the plot drives forward, it feels very much like a Muppet movie. Like, we're going on the road, we're going to enjoy our time, but we have an overarching, like, thing we have to do, but we're going to learn a lesson. It's very much made for kids, you know, that's got that style to it. It's that late 80s, early 90s style. However, the people in the movie, the actors, including the guy who voiced Sonic, were having so much fun, you could feel it. You could feel... and. What I was shocked with how much emotional depth I felt from Sonic as a character, like how well his just the CGI was, just the way his emotions were, the way his face moved, um, the actual representation of when he's traveling fast or going fast, got to go fast. Like just that idea, the fact that they add like kind of the punk attitude of Sonic from the Sega days where it's like he's the character, he's the he's the he's your character with attitude. A lot of kids, or a lot of kids, people who are listening to this show who didn't grow up during the Sega versus Nintendo era, Sonic had the attitude, Mario was the classic. That's how it was. So that's... Right, right, right. And they they translate that so well to screen. 
they translate that kind of sonic attitude to screen where it's fun, fun and playful, but it's still slightly rebellious. Overall, I love this movie. I really did. The more I thought about it and the more I recognized, like, sure, there are parts that are a little cheesy or corny, but I felt so good and so much fun watching it. It was like, this is kind of, I feel like we need more of these. Like, Right, I, I feel, right, which that that's what I got from it. I got from yeah. it with all the shit that it took in the beginning um, for the redesign that I am glad that they did because this, it could have, it, it should have, could have, probably was going to be a shit show. And I'm just glad that they saved it because my favorite aspect of this whole thing uh, was Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik. Yes. And the only reason why I respect him and not call him Dr. Robotnik is because of Jim Carrey's classic as almost back to like a living color day. Yep. Just fun, fun, thankful to do it for society and give me just constant laugh. Literally, uh, anytime time he came he on, on screen, film, I was just like laughing. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like it was just, it was times I found myself smiling at the shit. He wasn't even saying anything. He was just yeah. like, it was the eyes, the look. It's the classic carry. It's it's right, what we want right, out of them. Right, right. Like and, and and I didn't even know how much I needed that shit. You know what yep. I'm saying? So, um, yeah, man. And I am I'm still surprised at how much I enjoyed it because I still. You know, I heard some things before going into it, just to keep it real. It was kind of yeah, hard too. to avoid because it's just, you know, once the word of mouth starts to ripple within the pop culture, we can't miss it. I mean, we fucking do a podcast about, you know, pop culture, gaming, you know, movies, video games about movies about video games, whatever. But even the way it started out, it had that I felt like a kid in Virginia again. Um, yeah. You know, that when I first got my Sega and, and that first Sega came on and you see Sonic run across the screen. And it literally, you know, encapsulated, encapsulated that whole feeling for me through a runtime, almost a two-hour film. I mean, it was, it was an hour 40. You know what I mean? For a video game film, I mean. But I feel like if you would have cut 10 minutes off of it or added five, it wouldn't have been right. I got just what I wanted out of it. And I'm a super old, grown-ass person that's not even supposed to be in the movie theater that wanted to rent a child from amazon like you did so it didn't look strange for me to be in there even though it was this little bad motherfucker that kept like clearly y'all didn't pay for y'all tickets y'all didn't pay for yeah. y'all tickets because i come in we used to, i was on d16 and d17 i paid for my tickets as a red-blooded american and there's this little person in here and his little ass is clearly in d16 with somebody sitting next to him they just looking happy eating popcorn and shit like you didn't pay for your motherfucker you know what you little cess bag of sickness i'm gonna sit two seats away from you and everything will be fine okay as long as somebody yeah. come fucking with me i have my ticket garçon as i was ready to say i have my ticket garçon garçon check their check their ticket right and he kept floating closer to me and shit. Like, nigga, you're already in an illegal seat. <laughs> Sit your ass away from me. Get away from me. Not, you illegal right I, now. I am not your father. But anyway. um, The opening. With, right. Go ahead. Well, what I was going to say is, like, even the opening credit sequence just with, like, the, the Sega productions where they have all the video game clips going. I was looking at it going, I want a movie of that. 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 Like, it was just... It's a nostalgia trip from beginning to end. Like, if you played Sonic as a kid, like, even if you're a kid now, like, or, you know, you're younger, like, if you had any interaction with Sonic, this is amazing. Like, that this was even pulled off. Like, that they I pulled think, this off. 
I think they did a good job with that too. I think yep. unlike with Kakarot, right? I can't in good conscience say if you're not a Dragon Ball Z fan, go out and spend sixty dollars on a fucking Kakarot game. That is not this is not the Skyrim of DBZ, right? If as a Sonic fan, you know what I'm saying? As many cocaine jokes that we've made and everything else about Sonic, about going fast and everything, even if you're not a Sonic fan, even if, if you're a child, if you're an adult, if you just want to have a fun experience, yep. this is a perfect, this is a good date movie, honestly, to me. It really is. And I'm not going to get like into spoilers or anything, especially for me. It surprisingly hit me a certain kind of way as a date movie, you know what I'm saying? On a Saturday, just a good time. Ordered got got Pizza Hut and so I didn't get my icy because you know the die darn pizza. But you know, yeah, you got gotta watch it. You gotta scared, watch that. Getting older, getting older. But um, I'll probably still get some shit later. You know what I'm saying? I'll just get a grown up icy called a daiquiri, motherfucker. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, man. But icy. that's all it is. It's, it's really that's the truth. It's, I called never, a, it's called a hurricane. I never thought my, about my, that, my friend. But nah, man. I mean, if you could put, I know we don't do the number thing on it, but what for you? Uh, if you could put a number on it, what what number would you put on this? Just as a as a movie, as a movie as a whole, I'd give this probably an eight out of ten. I really loved we it. Tune. We in tune, like we are, like completely in tune. And see, once again, to get into the realism of the story, let's keep in mind that the the studio that Guys, ended up Sonic's at my house and my dogs are going crazy. That's because of the drums. They're yeah. excited about the film. They know they're getting all oh, that film money, baby. Oh. They're going to Vegas, baby. But listen, like. With the studio that did this, with them getting phased out or whatever, and I can know a little bit too much about the getting phased out, but yeah. like after making the remake with all the extra money that they spent in it, and I'm so glad that they did spend so much money. Me too. For nothing else to preserve the Jim Carrey performance, for me personally. Yeah, absolutely. Um, not to take away from what they did with Sonic, because I was emotionally involved with the Sonic character throughout. I think they did a good job with that as well as from an adult perspective and like i say even just for a kid that never even heard of sonic i could just i would have had a lot of fun with that this might have been my introduction into sonic as opposed to the video game so um i'm i'm right in tune with you if i if i could put a number on it which that's high as fuck eight out of ten i think we both talked about it beforehand um and see it's a it's one it's an 8.67 for me you know that's there you go yeah the kid that actually took with me because it was my wife's friend's kid. He was like, we came out of the theater and I was like, what'd you think? And he kind of looks at me and he's like, I can't wait for the next one. Cause that was awesome. And I was like, yeah, exactly. And he's 12, you know, like, so you're talking about that teenage era where kids are kind of starting to be a little rebellious against their own, like from what they were, what divides a little kid from a grown kid, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I mean, I appreciated that movie so much as somebody who doesn't like even like we talk about that because one thing that we have growing up, like when you become older and it becomes harder to make friend friends, not like when you were a kid, but like when you get older and it's like you can connect to Sonic like that in a lot of ways. It's like it becomes harder to make friends and it becomes harder to, you know, not shirk the responsibilities of life, but navigate the responsibilities of life while also trying to maintain friendships. And it's I thought that was kind of clever. That undertone of good storytelling, a little, not nothing, nothing new, but yeah, just it's nothing good new. enough storytelling to tie along the tropes that normally yeah. become distracting weren't distracting in this film for me. Like usual, there are things you have to turn a blind eye to, but it's cool though. Because you gotta put yourself in a situation of like this is a child's movie. This is yeah. for me. It's not made for me. 
Um, but that also gets into like, do you want to get like separate this and be because I don't even want to have a full spoiler talk, maybe. But it's just some things I have to say to get off my chest with you, because I know we both <laughs> just is some things I have to say about the performance and even getting to deeper of what you you're talking about right now. I, like, did you want to say like maybe like, OK, if you don't want to hear. OK, let's just do it. If yeah. you don't want to hear spoiler anything, marker. like like. Like right now, yeah. Like plot points, any of that, just stop now. Right now, and, you know. Hey, stay humble. And stay I can humble. stay humble. Me. Visit us at facebook.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. Twitter at sdt underscore pod. Uh, Instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. Or email us at skip the tutorial podcast at gmail.com. Full on spoiler talk. Talk the bar scene. My freaking like one of my favorite sequences in the movie. So like just over the top, hilarious. Like they they ripped it right out of Age of not Age of Apocalypse, but the the what was the one um, with Quicksilver where you first meet him in the X Men movie? Uh, the, the uh, first class, not first, first class. Not, it was, not first it was class. the one uh, with the rogue cut. Um, oh Lord, I can't remember. We'll, the name. We'll, we'll remember Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past. No, yeah, so they take past. it out of that, and it's hilarious. You got the guy who puts the bear it's hat really on. It's really good though. It's yes. really good. They do the music is well done. Job. The music's so good. Interlacing Queen at the beginning, just when he's trying to rock and roll a little bit with that rebellious attitude. The sequence in the baseball field um, where he's just getting sad and lonely because he's got nobody uh, to high five. And see, hold on. Okay, so go. So now that we can talk about it as far yes. as the friendships and how it can seem harder as you get older. I also think it kind of did a good job of, you know, it seems like it's getting harder as technology gets better. And it this is a movie that's a throwback. Like you said, it's an 80s and 90s kind of feeling to it. Yeah. And even in, like, I think it's that's the reason why, like, not to get that deep, but, like, the, like young people's suicide rates and everything go up because I think everybody feels as much as the technology connects us. And this is just my opinion. You know, I just talk my shit, man. But um people also feel disconnected like it's even harder to make re- like regular friends like in real yeah. life like a human being just like hey let's hang out and go on a regular ass road trip and have regular human being interactions and have fun like it's it's even harder to do that now so um it i think it, it just connected on many levels you yeah. know just on the original he's just a lonely kid like by himself and trying to entertain himself and i think it's a lot of that going on because children and, and people in general are able to isolate themselves a little bit easier too and survive in that back and forth in his own head it was really good and I, it was a focus on the character sonic himself and not the police officer in his life but even his life with his dynamic and and just a good trying dude. to prove himself to himself that's what he's right. trying to do he's not trying to prove himself to anybody else he's just trying to prove himself to himself which I found really kind of an interesting take on that character. My other favorite part is like, they kind of, they don't go too deep with it, but it's enough with the cop character where it's like his sister-in-law, his sister-in-law just wants that divorce, hates him. Just that's one of the funniest. Well, yeah, she's that, she's that lonely, angry motherfucker. Yeah. That got nobody single, you know, whatever. But that had like clearly far, like right now for initial reaction. And I may go watch this again, or at least go watch the bootleg once I get to figure it out. But, uh, but no, support this fucking movie. If yes, talk shit, please do support this movie. If, especially if you were a person that, um, you know, saw and followed the, 
reimagining of the character after all the bitching online and stuff like that. Spend some money to go see this movie for real because that studio got shut down and we need and I want more films like this. Uh, and I think more people are going to want more films like this. But by far and away, man, Jim Carrey was was that dude. Like he that held motherfucker that down there. when he when he when he karate chopped old boy the assistance in the neck and it was just like you left yourself open. And the kind of the masterful condescending nature of this crazy, insane bastard, genius, yes. evil bitch from the time he comes in off the Optimus Prime type goddamn truck to the time at the end with the mushrooms with what kind of sense? <laughs> yes, I fucking stay for after the show. Please do. You know what I'm saying? And we just did a sidekicks episode, and who popped out that portal? Not Knuckles. Not Knuckles. I think everybody knows. I think everybody knows. So what understood ain't got to be said. But by far and away, the action when Jim Carrey gets introduced as the villain, just like in any movie, it's kind of like the Avengers. Like sometimes it's better. the, The hero is never as good as he can be without a proper villain. Exactly. Jim Carrey like did a great job it's just being a, a counterweight to what sonic was bringing as this super saiyan level powerful character his, against his, his fucking ridiculous every minute on film scene and he's on the fucking screen is stupid his chaos playlist with his little dance like uh, when, when he lost his head when the yes. with the jurassic park on him he lost his head that was so That's, good because it was so fucking. That's what I'm saying. Like that. There, there's literally throughout the whole film. He and he didn't care the film alone. But I'm glad you can tell that the studio was just like we we have to make this good. We have to make the fans happy with this. Yes. Because we have something good here. Well, and the fact that they let Jim Carrey loose. That's what it feels okay. like. They just let him loose. Like they they just let him go and just be like, do you do your like, old bits? We don't care. Like whatever you, what do you want to say? What just do you want to say? say? And do it. It's just like it's just like what's what's your name? What? Irrelevant? What? Irrelevant? Huh? No, no. I'm in charge. <laughs> My favorite joke of the movie though still involves where they put Sonic in the bag, and they're standing at that elevator, and they just start going, "Do you have a child in that bag, or do you have your child in that bag?" No. Yes. It's not our child. It's somebody else's child, but they're comfortable. <laughs> it's, something, it's something always that you find entertaining about kidnapping children. Apparently um, so. Apparently it's so. okay. VHS tapes and children kidnapping. Um, <laughs> it's which reminds me. It's so what's the name though. of that show? Mind Hunters. Mind Hunters. Well, that, I think that's for for maybe we'll discuss it next episode. <laughs> um, but now, nah, man, I mean, I think I definitely I want to see it again. So me too. This is when I, 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 I literally got out of the theaters and I was like, I'm going to buy this when it comes out. And when I just want comfort food, I'm going to watch this movie. Yeah, like, man, I, it's good. Yeah. Even the yeah, ending. It really is. Even the ending. Right. I mean, it, it, it was almost perfectly paced. If, if I, it was, it's not a perfect movie. Like, it, it, the pacing no, was just no. a little bit off at the end little bit right when i was like i'm about to feel like it's dragging it ended and then i felt good it kind of reinvigorated me once the extra cut scenes because it didn't make them make me wait until the end of the night and i like the way that the way it began was the way it ended yep even down to the credits and it was just a dope fun saturday get up and i feel comfortable in almost any scenario 
you know, enjoying this fucking film. Like, I would definitely give this a STT stamp of motherfucking approval. Anybody in the tribe to go see that shit. You know but that's pretty much what I got. Stamp, uh, stamp of, of approval. Yeah, the last thing I'll add to it is it's it's not as light as some people think it was going to be, and I think that serves the movie better. I think it really, it really overall did was it's not just a throwaway movie. I want a sequel to this. Um, I'd love to see a sequel to this in a heartbeat. Like this would be Sonic Hedgehog two. Uh, just do it. Just do and it. I mean it's set up for that. It yep. definitely is set up for that. Spoiler alert was already given. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I will go to the movies again and see a Sonic two and hope as long as Jim cares in it. Yes. Like, God, like it wasn't just because of him, but for me, it's just when I go back thinking about that movie, just Ricardo sets. Ricardo sets. The part at the beginning where he's like, Hi, this is me. So you're probably wondering why I'm being traced by a guy in a flying ship with a crazy Civil War mustache. And it's just. <laughs> But when they show the full-on mustache at the end in the mushroom... Oh, my God. I have not lost my mind. I'm completely sane. I'm completely sane. I love that. I have expected the mushroom... I have expected the planet of mushrooms to be the mushroom kingdom. And I was like, oh, if they go there, that'd be so epic. That'd be a great crossover. It kind of... But but it kind of is to me. Yeah. It's like, like, I don't want to go to a stinky mushroom world. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's how that's how it felt during that wartime a little bit. If you're on the spectrum, like when you were a Sega kid and a Sonic fan, it was it, it wasn't that you hated mushrooms and shit in, in Mario. You that's that's Grandpappy. But looking at it, it, it was just a fresher feeling look. So just for the purity Sonic fans, and and once again, we of course we were gonna go watch this movie, support this movie. We have been making Sonic jokes for two years, our uh, fart jokes for two years straight, and and there's no ending in it. So it's I'm it's like it came out at a great time with all the craziness going on in the world it's something that i think we both look forward to and and uh it didn't disappoint either one of us you know gave us a little it's gonna give you a fun ride man so it's um, a fun ride go get some olive garden afterwards which by the way product placement was a great joke still it really like I wasn't. I'm tell the, all the normal shit. Like it wasn't like Power Rangers, Krispy Kreme. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It was like like I I didn't get tired of it until that. At that point, I was like, okay, motherfuckers, damn. That still cracked me up though, because it's like, here you go. This is a thank you from our government. And it's like, oh, okay. Um, and then Dr. the robot Robotnik doesn't exist. I, we we don't know that name. <laughs> the last thing I'll say before we go: go see it. Go support it. And my favorite little nod to the video games is in the final sequence where he's attacking Robotnik in his ship and he hits him eight times before going full ham. And when he hits him eight times and I was like, that's it. Cause eight times is how many times it took in Sega to destroy their robot. That's how many times you had to hit each character, each boss. So I was totally down with that. This is a thumbs up stamp of approval from SDT. Go see it. Go enjoy it. If you agree or disagree with our opinions, if you've seen it, email us at skipthetutorialpodcast at gmail.com. Hit us up at stt underscore pod, uh, facebook.com backslash skipthetutorialpod, or instagram.com backslash skipthetutorialpod. Check us out on YouTube uh, where we've got that channel going. Skipthetutorialpodcast.com. Yes. I said that already. Yes, skipthetutorialpodcast.com. And until next time, as we always do, stay humble. Stay humble. Thank you.